All right, my happy enders, we have more sponsors. Yay! Okay, so we have Dollar Days. Um, Dollar Days is a very cool website where you can buy things in bulk, which is awesome for all of the holiday seasons coming up. You can get lotions, you can get soaps, you can get kids' clothes, you can get holiday stuff, like if you're doing stockings or anything. Um, it almost reminds me of like the old Oriental trading um, magazines you used to get as a kid. It's pretty cool. Probably shouldn't have said that, but Dollar Days is a super awesome website. And if you use the promo code Happy Endings 20, H A P P Y E N D I N G S 2020, you get $20 off your order of 200 and more. Or if you use Happy Ending Ship, H A P P Y E N D I N G S S H I P, you get a flat shipping fee of $9.95 on any of your orders. So that's super awesome. And then our other sponsor is Shoe Dazzle, which is, I, I did not know this, but I guess it's a Kardashian. Um, enterprise which is pretty cool and what you do is you take a test it's very cool you take a test and with your test results what they'll do is they will send you a box every month of styles of shoes and bags and accessories and so you don't have to think which is cool because like I said who has time there's too many naked people that need to be touched with lotion in my life to go shopping so now shoe dazzle will bring it to me and um if you use Happy Shoes, H-A-P-P-Y-S-H-O-E-S, -E you get your first fashion box for $10. It's fucking awesome, guys. And then, of course, we still have Blue Apron. If you go to blueapron.com slash happyendings, B-L-U-E-A-P-R-O-N dot com slash H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S, you get $30 off your first box. And now Blue Apron is, like I said, something that I use. It's awesome, amazing. They bring all the food to you. It is fresh. You don't have to go shopping. And they give you a recipe so you look like a fucking badass when your dinner is done. And you're like, how did you come up with this? And you just throw the box away and be like, bitch, because I'm awesome. So Blue Apron, super, super recommend Blue Apron. I, I love them to death. And now we still have a handy app. Handy app is very awesome. It's a one-stop app. So if you need somebody to clean your house, if you need somebody to fix the IKEA furniture that you purchased, if you want somebody to help you with the ceiling fan, anything like that, Handy app is your one-stop shop for any of that. And it's super awesome. Um, they're very reliable, very respectable company. And if you use the promo code AFFSAVE30, so A-F-F-S-A-V-E-3-0, you get 30% off your first booking and anything, guys. It's super awesome. You could throw a party and then have your, them clean it up. It's it's just a very cool service. And last but not least, we still have Famous Smoke Shop because what's better than after a happy ending? A smoke. And their cigars, very good cigars. My um, I have a couple patients who have used them and they, they love it. It's a good thing. So if you use Hot 20... H-O-T-2-0, you get $20 off your order of $145 or more. Or HOT-10, you get $10 off an $85 order or more, which is super awesome, guys. Christmas is coming. Let's start stuffing stockings with shit. Let's do some shit. Um, this episode is with Annie Letterman. And I do want to do a little disclaimer because there might be some triggers in this one. It was a very hard episode to record because sometimes... 
on the massage table stories and things come out that you weren't expecting and I tried to make happy endings as organic as possible so just letting you know this is a little harsher of an episode it's still a good episode I love it I love Annie and I appreciate her doing it but just a little warning for you guys so enjoy so okay uh, on the table I have Miss Annie Lederman it's Letterman. Is it? Yeah, Letterman. But what? Oh, it's okay. pronounced Letterman, but uh-huh. then my dad told me recently that my grandfather pronounced it Letterman. Okay. But my dad always, everyone always called it Letterman. And he was like, I think it's supposed to be pronounced Letterman. So then he changed it, and then David Letterman came out with two T's, and he's like, oh, Jesus Christ, now everyone says Letterman. <laughs> so um, I've been living a lie <laughs> my whole life. It happens. We all have. Well, I just go by Letterman because that's what it's always been. Okay, sorry about that. Oh, I don't care. We can totally edit that part out. So on the table, I have... (laughs) Annie Letterman. <laughs> this bitch. If only you knew what she did before this was at. <laughs> All right, have you ever had a massage before? Yes. Okay. So many massages. This is exciting. I need one so bad right now, too. Now, um, any problems like you want me to focus on? Do you want me to well, do my um, I thought you said Eastery cunt. I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> Vinegary. That's where you shout, you, douche, you douche me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's the happy thing that's in. Now, all of what you're doing in that area is sore. Okay. My traps and shit. Um, and my neck always hurts. I too, Jay, so... Oh, but um, right now I'm having problems with my inner knee. Okay. And my because my hips and my glutes and my IT band are all fucked up. Okay. And I think it's because my theory is one my hips are tight, maybe my lower back is tight. Yeah. Um, I do yoga a lot, but also I think it's I have high arches and I think my arches collapse in and they're pulling the inside of my caps down. That makes sense. Is my guess. Do you ever roll with, like, the foam roller? I do. Okay. Um, I've been trying to. I got one of those uh, sticks, you know, the roller uh-huh. sticks, too. And that's been helping a little bit. But I'm trying to. I just got, like, the dorkiest flip-flops you can see over there because they're so comfortable and they support my There you go. I am a flip-flop person all the way. You got to get them. Okay. I'll look at them. They're literally a blue one. I can't remember this. So sorry. Let's <laughs> Ha-ha. But it's like all shoes are just destroying my knees, and it's so annoying. Because I'm like, I'm going to have to wear, like, fucking short bus shoes. No offense. (laughs) To all my short bus listeners. To all the short bus listeners. I have so many of them. Actually, I have no idea what I have. So I'm like... They play me on the way to school on their little short bus. You're Canadian. Do you know what a short bus is? I've heard of it. Okay. <laughs> All our buses are short. We don't have enough people to have to That's so not true. <laughs> and you said you hike a lot too, right? I do. So I haven't been hiking because of my knees. I want to get better um, insults for my shoes before I start hiking. Okay. And when you roll out, make sure you pay like special, special attention to your quads. Because when your quads tighten up, it does pull the kneecap Yeah. Off. I know. I've been working on my inner thigh a lot. I bet you have, you dirty Oh, dirty. yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking riding that bull out thing. <laughs> that roller, just get on it. You could only do a webcam series and never have to work a day in your life. I know. Let the internet be my sugar daddy. Uh-huh. Yeah.
Annie and rolled out. <laughs> I'm so like we were just talking about sugar daddies before this we started recording, and I'm like fuck that. And then I'm like, as I get older, I'm like maybe I should have reconsidered. I don't think it like in there slow. The only sugar daddy I have is a candy. <laughs> yeah. Fat girls don't get sugar daddies. It doesn't That's happen. not true. <laughs> well, this fat girl. <laughs> Damn it. You gotta go to the Bronx. Go <laughs> <laughs> to the wrong parties, Joy. Always. <laughs> Always have. Now, have you ever broken anything? Um, I broke my fifth metatarsal in my foot three times. Three times. Oh. Once when I was, uh, I crawled out of my crib. I was 18 months old. I crawled out of my crib. I don't, my mom was probably like staring at a wall. She was in a room just looking at herself in a mirror. <laughs> Not thinking about her kids. But um, <laughs> no, I have a twin brother, and I guess I probably, I imagine myself just using his shoulders and just hoisting myself out of the crib. I was going to say. <laughs> like the Rugrats, you know? Yeah. Baby ladder. Yeah. And, um, and so I fell out of my crib and broke. Oh, that was my arm, actually. I broke my. Oh, first time I broke my foot, sorry. That was, I broke my arm twice. That was the first time I broke my arm. And then the second time I broke my arm was when I was four. Um, I was climbing on a banister in preschool, and I fell off. They were like, don't climb on the banister, whatever you do. You're all climbing on the banister? I was like, bye, bitches. Like, immediately climbing on the banister, fell off. Uh, broke my arm. And then, uh, so my foot, uh, the first time I broke it was in a car accident when I was 12. And I was, um, I was in seventh grade or sixth grade, I think. Can't remember which one. And uh, I guess sixth grade. And I was a swimmer, and my mom and my neighbors uh, and their kids were a part of the swim team that was training for the Junior Olympics. Uh-huh. So it was at a uh, school that was like an hour and a half away. So they would wake up really early and drive in the morning and train, and then drive in the after after school and they do their homework on the way. Uh-huh. So I was looking into that, going to visit that. I'd gone to one swim practice day. And then my mom was coming to check it out and talk to the coaches and stuff. And so my neighbor was driving. And then uh, my mom was in the front seat. I was in the middle in the back. And then Bart, my one neighbor, was on my right. And then Vera was on my left. And Their parents. What's that? Their parents named them Bart and Vera. Well, they're two different neighbors. So they were different okay. families. Bart's sister's name was Allie. So it wasn't. they didn't have he two was, crazy names. He yeah. was the outlier. Bart was his name. Barton. Barton. Okay. And then I can't remember what siblings names were, but they were cool. Mm-hmm. They were more kooky. But um, so there was a drunk driver. It was like maybe like four thirty. Like we're getting out of school, and there was a drunk driver. She was in a minivan. She didn't have her kids with her. She was going to pick up her kids. Oh. And she just went into the other lane, hit us head on. Oh my goodness. And I guess my foot. I think my foot maybe got caught on my uh, the strap of my book bag. I think. Somehow twisted it and broke my fibonacci. And then Bart, the window collapsed onto his face and slit his eyelid open, and it was fucking crazy. And Vera and I were like laughing uncontrollably because we were shocked. We like could not believe we're looking at this fucking eye. He's like, "Does it look bad?" We're like, "Yes, dude. Oh my god, it's the worst." And my mom had hit her chest. I remember it was really scary because she had to get put in like a neck brace. I think they put all of us in places actually. And um, we had to go in the ambulance. And then Marsha, the driver, she got. Um, They're fantastic names. I'm sorry. I know. I mean, I like, Holy shit. Story. You I know. <laughs> I wish. I would have a very different life if I didn't get an accident on the way back to practice. But anyway, so she, um, the driver, my neighbor, she got it. The steering wheel and everything collapsed in on her. And so they had to get the jaws of life and like. Pull her out the top of the car. She was trapped in her glove. It was scary. 
And um, I remember they cut my socks off, but I had um, stolen my older brother's socks. I was like, he's going to kill me. Like, he's gonna be all right with it. And I was like, well, he was pissed, so you guys were wrong. <laughs> um, no, I don't think he was mad. But, um, so then I ended up not, you know, I stopped doing sports, and I ended up like smoking cigarettes and kissing boys and shit. Mm-hmm. So I always think about that. I'm like, wow, if I hadn't broken my foot, I could be really uh, masculine and built. I could have the broadest shoulders and the thickest neck and be used to make butterfly. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I would have quit some, for some other reason, but it's just like the training to get back from the Right. But yeah. then I was like in the boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then the then I broke my foot um, when I was 14. I was a little bit of a juvenile I went, and my parents sent me. They're so stupid. <laughs> I had this cousin, like, a, she was like a, I don't even know how she was my cousin, but she was related and removed and somebody's cousin somewhere along the line. She was like my, like in her 60s, I think. Okay. So she was older and she lived in the Virgin Islands in, uh, on St. Croix. She was the district attorney there at Cambio. Is that where LaCroix comes from? I don't know. It might. So honestly, it might. No, but it honestly might. I think about it every time you see it. Okay. LaCroix. Oh, it's French. It's French. Yeah, we're we're idiots. <laughs> but the Virgin Islands, I mean, look, the, uh, the Virgin Saint Croix is it's not one of the it's a U.S. Virgin Islands, or are they British Virgin? Uh, I don't know. But anyway, so um, I know that that one is U.S. one. But so she came to visit, and she like thought I was fun. She liked that I was like outspoken and a little troublemaker. And she's all cocky. She goes to my mom like, "Oh, I'll take her for a couple weeks in the summer, for like three weeks. Send her to me." Mm-hmm. So they send me the fucking Virgin Islands. I'm 14. I'm already drinking and fucking and like smoking cigarettes and shit. And so they send me to a tropical paradise. <laughs> And I meet all these, like, local kids, and we're just having a blast. And uh, I met this girl, Roxanne, who was from Texas, but her dad lived in the Virgin Islands, so she would spend the summers there. And her dad was, like, so, like, such a drunk. Like, I think he was a school instructor or something. And he, uh, I remember him pinching my ass and stuff. Like, it's gross. Dude. Ew. It's gross. I mean, my parents never watched me, and just every grown-up that wanted to fucking diddle would just kick right over to me. Ew. My parents were like, do you want to take her? And I'm like, I think they're going to molest me. Um, you anyways, need to parent more. What are you doing? Yeah, they really let me lose. Really not good for me, but in the end, this bag is making me so. You to get diddled by a few adults, and here you are. But I'm getting a fucking massage. There you go. Um, I'm going to But so, um, so he was, like, buying his alcohol and shit, so we were hammered with him because it was Gary, I think. And, um, All good, weird parents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we get hammered, and then I end up falling down the stairs just sloppy drunk. I remember we were drinking Lucky Strikes. And, uh, in the Virgin Islands. In the Virgin yeah. Islands. I mean, it was awesome, you know? And uh, so I break my foot, and I remember she made me keep, she was making me take sailing classes, and I was like, bitch, my foot is, I can't walk. She like, didn't believe me. I was like, I didn't believe They took me to the doctor, and like, oh no, you're, you got your foot. So then I got a cast, and then my friends were like taking me around through the rainforest and shit on their backs. It was so fun. I had a great time climbing up and picking me mangoes and shit. And then candy, I'd had enough. So this was like a week into my three week trip. Uh-huh. And she just sent me home. She like, I woke up one morning. She was like, you're going home now. I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. And she was like, you kept leaving my door unlocked. And I was like, lady, I am drunk. <laughs> I was in a blackout. I don't remember what the fuck. <laughs> Girl, if, it's the le- if that's the worst idea. I'm like, your door was I'm like, I don't remember even coming through the doors. <laughs> I'm in the house. Let's just be happy about that. Right. So she sent me home. And then uh, um, I don't remember what happened in the end of my book, but it eventually healed. And then uh, 
I broke my foot when I was in my early 20s in college, or when I was living in Santa Fe. But I was in the Pecos Woods driving back from some like cabin at the camp, and I was with like my ex boyfriend, this other dude, and we stopped to pee in the woods on the highway. And I remember my ex boyfriend, Zeb, was like trying to, was taking a piss, and I thought it would be funny if I pushed him into the woods, bare dick, into the twins. <laughs> in my head, for some reason, I was like, this is going to be so funny. <laughs> this is it. So I push him, but he's like six four, you know, I'm like a sturdy dude, and he was just like didn't move at all, and he just looked at me like with this look of like, are you just gonna push me bare dick into like? <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry, I don't know why I did that. Whatever. Like anyway, I got a pee, see ya, and I like jump into the woods, I squat and I pee, and there's no splashback, like no pee gets on me, and I'm so proud of myself. I'm like, awesome, I didn't have any splashback. So I pull my underwear back up, and I leap triumphantly out of the woods, and I just fall onto my my foot oh. and <laughs> break my foot. Like it was just the most immediate payback of <laughs> of all time, like instant karma. And then I have to army crawl back to the truck. Oh. And I get there and like get into the truck and I'm like, my foot's broken. And they're like, no, it's not. It's fine. Because neither of them, you know, they're like, well, you know, I'm going to fucking hospital. I wasn't dating either of them at the time. They're like, we're not even fucking this girl. We're not going to shit. You're fine. So, yeah. So, like, you're fine. Meanwhile, I'm like seeing the, like, the swelling and I know exactly how it feels to break your foot, you know? Right. I just know that the, the, the pinky toe's not moving, you know? Right. And, um, and so they they take me to the hospital and it's broken. And, uh, so I wasn't drunk either. So I broke my foot peeing in the woods, <laughs> drunk falling down the stairs as a juvenile delinquent, and 12 years old trying to be an Olympian. Uh, <laughs> what got you into swimming? Um, I think they just picked that for us. You know, I was a brother and older brother. Okay. They just wanted us to do a sport. And so, um, I mean, I played baseball. Um, my mom was like really always just talking about how she wanted to be a boy, you know. My mom was like the the OG trans. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but she was like she always like was she was a boy. She was like when I was a kid, I was with my hair and a baseball cap and go to the park and nobody would let let me play. You know, like, Scram, girl, get out of here! I'm like I think that was a scene from A League of Their Own. Like, we just made the shit up. <laughs> girl, you fell asleep watching. I'm the movie. like, bitch, what are you? Did this even happen? You made a memory. She's like a recovered memory. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, I don't know. But I'm like, so as a kid, so I have a twin brother and older brother who's three years older, and they were playing baseball. So my mom's saying this over and over again, and I'm like, oh, I guess that means, and my mom's the coach. So I'm like, I guess I should play on the boys' team, right? Because my mom keeps being like, you're so lucky because you could play on the boys' team. Right. So I joined the boys' team. My mom's my coach, and my brother's coach. This bitch trades me to another team. No. I'm, like, just doing it to, like, be near her. She pulled some strings. Like, you can't mm. even trade in fucking Little League. Yeah. But she was also the president of the league, so she's like, I'm going to make an exception for my daughter. Oh. She trades me. I, like, needed her, too, because I was, like, I was 11. I just got my period, too, so it was, like, I was just, like, in hell, you know? And so I remember getting my period. I was pitching, and I got my period on the mound. I, like, run to the porta potty. Oh. So you had mound. I believe Double in a trail mound. of fucking blood. Oh. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't even remember. I had blocked that out. And then some kid years later that found me on the internet from Little League was like, do you remember when your mom traded you from Little League and you just cried the whole time? And I'm like, no. And I was like, mom, why did you trade me? She's like, I thought it'd be good for you. I'm like, really? You thought it'd be good for you, bitch. Right. But now I realize what it was was, and I do love my mom, but I'm, like, realizing a lot of her shit. But she wanted to be the only girl. Like, she wanted the attention to be, like, the only girl on the team. 
So she didn't want me to have it. So it was like a league of your own. It thing. was. But, um, like, she was like, you're just cramping my style. I'm supposed to be the only, like, uh, coach. You weren't supposed to learn from my stories. Exactly. You were supposed to give me attention for them. <laughs> she joined our swim team, too. That was just awkward. Oh. As a grown-up. As a fucking grown-up. Oh, it's like moms that do pageants with their kids. It's so, it was so weird. It wasn't, like, for us, you know? Mm-hmm. Aww. We, we had the same thing. She's so silly. She wrote all my papers for me, too. Didn't <laughs> she? Yep, until college. Until nice. my last four papers of college. Oh, I've written a lot of my nieces and nephews' papers throughout the years. It's just like she wrote all of them. I never learned how to do it on my own. Uh, you should be careful with that. Was... Because I, like, I really still struggle with that, like, the confidence to get stuff done. Right. Like, you gotta learn... Like, I think the lesson that I needed to learn was, like, that I was, like, good enough, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, if she's been like, you're good, this is good, I'm like, I can finish it. Yeah. But instead, she's like, I'll just do it. Then I'm like, getting C's. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> I probably would have got an A if I wrote it. <laughs> and you never had the inkling to, like, try and write it and then turn yours in instead of hers? Instead of hers? Well, she would just take it. It was like a weird, it just became like a weird thing that I felt like I couldn't do it. Yeah. Okay. I, get I just that. was like, I can't do it. And then she was writing them, like, in college. Mm. And then, uh, I finally like, had to finish up. I had gotten all the incompletes, and my college was going out of business. Uh-huh. And I get this email from my art teacher. I'm living in New York. I had four incompletes. I'm living in New York. I just quit drinking. I just started doing comedy. And uh, I get an email from my old uh, art teacher, Susan York, who's like this amazing artist. She's like, so successful and so talented and so awesome. And she goes, I just want to let you know that this cool that's right there, girl. Mm-hmm. You know, you can feel it, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, that's so good. That's a scientific term for herpes, too. I love it. She's talking about my herpes to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Okay, I don't have herpes yet. Um, okay, you can be careful. It's all around the comedy store. Yeah, like you still cold. <laughs> I mean, I just figure if like you're a single touring comedian in your 40s or 50s, like, you got that shit. You're, you're yeah, I completely agree with you. Which, also, like, herpes ain't shit, so yeah. it's not that big a deal, but... Many questions for Kurt McCowan. Kurt Did he say he has it? No, but now I'm just like, you've been trying a long time and you're single. He's so hot. He's I, yeah, so hot. You hope he has some head against him. Yeah, like, I need <laughs> you Web to be He's so hot. I'm like, Kurt, what the dick? And did you see him? And he was in, uh, like, Team Wolf and shit, the original uh-huh. 80s. Not as hot, dude. No. He's so much hotter now. Like, he used to dye his hair. I'm like, Kurt, nothing. It's like, He's like a silver fox. He's like at his best yeah. looking in the possibly be. I completely agree. I'm so mad he's not the Trivago guy. Like, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> Get the Trivago commercials in that court. I think there's a few comedians that now that they're older, they look better. Yeah. And then they just, like, you see no old women, videos. No women, to be honest. Sorry? Not women. <laughs> That's the, like, inherent sexism of nature. Yeah. Right? We're just like, come on, like, give us something. <laughs> no, I, I, I feel like. I that about Marin. Marin looks... When he was younger, he was not hot at all. No. Yeah. He did not look like himself. He posted a picture of himself in, like, the 80s, and I'm all, that's not... With those circle glasses? Yeah. Like, all right, fucking nerd. <laughs> like, screaming about politics? Like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely looks his best. Yeah. And, uh... uh who else? But silver yeah. foxes are in, because there's... Does um, we have daddy issues? <laughs> <laughs> right. Whatever's in is because we're fucking it. You're really right. That's so true. Yes, because right now uh, there's this one model, and he 
<laughs> he's awesome. He's a very nice guy. But he's great, and all of these authors are just lining up to get him because they're all writing these books about silver foxes, dads marrying, and yeah. So are you talking about like romance novels? Yeah, I write romance novels. Oh, you do? Yeah. My mom wrote romance novels, but never published them. But she was a. Did you do romance writers of America? I didn't, but I've been, they've courted me and they've asked me, but I'm just like, I don't have time. Yeah. Are you published or anything? I have six published, yeah. Wow. But it's self-published, so it doesn't count, Oh, really. that's awesome. So. My mom self-published a book about raising troubled teenagers based on being written with my therapist in high school. Oh, wow. These pieces of shit. You are not allowed. It's so no. fucked up. That's, that's, yeah. It's so fucked up. You made me stutter. I don't stutter. Wow. Yeah, my mom is... Do you have any daughter? Yeah, I love her. Oh, yeah. You're the only daughter, yeah? Yeah, I'm the only daughter, but I think my mom, like, she had a tumor in her pituitary gland when she was younger, so she, um, she didn't get her period until she was, like, in her early 20s or, like, 19 or something. So she's really detached from femininity, and she's not, like... She's just always been trying to get, like, tomboy attention or whatever. Uh-huh. And she, she was very competitive to, with me, like, a sister, which I didn't realize until, like, very recently. Because right. I always worshipped my mom. I wasn't brought up very religious, so I kind of, my parents were gods, you know? Uh-huh. Which is, like, so not healthy. But I just thought they were, like, amazing. So I, all these things would happen to me and all these bad things would happen. And rather than being, like, they didn't do their job, I just assumed I was, like, rotten. So I kind of took all the blame. So now I'm undoing all of that. And it's been a little bit of a struggle, you know. But we, you know, my family, we're like a pretty loving family. Or I, I'm loving and I'm not willing to let my family not be better. So so we uh, we work it out. I'm, I'm, I'm real close with my dad now, too. So, which came in a little bit later in life. But Are your parents still together? Yeah, they are. Okay. Um, they just had their 45th wedding. And they had like a commitment ceremony. Mm-hmm. It was cute. It was like, oh, well, you want another, you want It's so funny. It was like all their friends telling them they're great. I'm like, you guys are such pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, my mom heckled me. I was headlining in Philly. She threw a, this like fucking present on stage. I, it was like the most disrespectful. I told, I bombed the whole show because yeah. I didn't want to. But the lesson for me was I didn't want to like hurt my mom, you know, like putting her before me. So uh-huh. I didn't handle her the way I would have handled fucking anyone else. Because exactly. I can handle a heckler, but when I was my mommy, I'm like, oh, I don't want to hurt her feelings. It's like she really didn't take mine into consideration, so I think I should just do it. Because you know, a lot of it was like me kind of parenting them, you know? Oh, yes. And so now I'm like, I gotta just like flip it back. And, or, you know, be shitty parents. You know, I don't want to make their lives like typical. I don't think they'll, it matters, you know? Right. You know, in the end, everyone just wants to like be happy and good. Now, does she have a hard time with you being successful and. She just doesn't, like, give it to me the way that I wish she would just give it to me, you know? Like, and she's very, like, she'll, like, make sure it's worth the whole family and be like, Annie's entourage. Like, she's just very, like, she just tries to steal the spotlight. She's just always trying to, like, like, she wrote my papers for me, which is, like, a dysfunction on her end. You know, it wasn't a good thing. And then in college, so I got that, you know, the email from my teacher saying that the college, she goes, college is going out of business in two weeks. I went to the College of Santa Fe uh-huh. in New Mexico. And it was going out of business. I don't really know why I went on business when it does one or something, but right. she goes, so you have, and you have four incompletes, so you have two weeks to finish these. And then my mom was like, well, I'm not writing your papers anymore. I'm taking my life back. I'm like, I never gave, I, you took this from me, bitch. Right. So then I had to like pull it together and write these papers. I was flying in and out of Santa Fe, like putting all these flights on my credit card and stuff. I mean, it was good. It felt good to complete them. I liked doing it myself. Right. Um, but I was like running around and doing them and, uh. 
and I ended up graduating in time. But then during my graduation, my mom and all the pictures kept trying to take the diploma from me. Being like, it's mine. I did the work. It's like, you, like, since I was in fourth grade, like, set me up like I wasn't good enough to finish a fucking thing. Yeah. Make me really want to go home and, like, hug my kids right now. <laughs> be like, I, I have the opposite. I so want to talk to your mom right now. I was like, that's so sabotagey what you did. She had four things to complete, and you weren't going to help her. And you, well, you know. I'm glad she didn't. No, no, I'm glad she didn't. It was didn't good, too. but it yeah. was just like, don't act like I did something to you. I was a kid. You were the adult. Like, she always, like, they treated me like you I was their peer that should have known better with everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, I ended up, you know, I, I don't, I don't, like, I talked about this on every podcast, so I don't want to talk about it, and I'm kind of over everyone telling the fucking rape stories at this point. Okay. I don't like being in this damn hashtag, but, yeah. but I was sexually assaulted by a teacher. My mom, my art teacher in high school, my mom, uh, would drop me off at his house to sleep over. Oh. And, like, because his wife was my English teacher, she was helping me. She was tutoring me, but she was just writing my papers. But they were getting me alcohol. They were grooming yeah. me and a couple of my friends. And uh, so then they, they told my mom, they went, well, it'll help them. Like, it'll help her in college. Like, she's going to be going away to college. It'll help you guys, uh, you know, to have some distance. Like, you should let her sleep over. Yeah, because then perfectly I mean, normal. Isn't that so crazy? And my uh, mom was like, sure. And they, like, they're like, we have an extra futon. Like, they furnished a room for me. So then one time I was there and nobody else was there. Uh, like, the my English teacher was, like, out of town or whatever. But then Greg was still there, the art teacher, dude. Um, and I woke up and he was, like, watching me sleep. But whatever. And he ended up um, sexually assaulting me. And I had to take him to court and all this stuff. It was really bad. But, you know, since the election, I was very triggered after the election. Uh, all this stuff came up and I have a lot of PTSD from, from that experience, from... All of the people kind of turning on me. Like, nobody was, my whole school was, I just didn't have support through the whole thing. And, uh, you know, my best girlfriend at the time went around and told everyone I was lying and told everyone what happened. It was just like, you know, it was a private thing. I mean, I didn't mind, like, taking the hit. You know, I already got, I already got gotten. So it was just about kind of, like, taking the predator out of a situation where I could get more girls. Because, you know, I went around and I found a lot of other girls who had done stuff too. And only one would testify with me. And she was unfortunately not a very, uh, trust like she had been, she was known for being a little bit of not much of a liar though I completely believed her story right because it just sounded so like what do you do and so um, we went to court and he got like he had to plead guilty he ended up getting like three years away it was not but I felt like I did what I needed to do and then he you know yeah. he had to face his consequences for being a predator and a pedophile or whatever the fuck he was and uh but with all that uh you know like i've been pretty like raw uh-huh. about all of it and uh really having a lot of flashbacks and stuff it's the election yeah and all the b2 stuff really triggers me it's really it's very like uh, upsetting especially when they come out and they're not uh, actual results yeah right <laughs> when it's like personal like like you should have spoken up and yeah. you should have taken like if you consented to a thing like there's an issue there with why would you consent to a thing you don't want to do like that's the issue uh-huh. that's very upsetting yeah. um, but I definitely don't want to get into that because it triggers me <laughs> but okay. it's like having to think about it like every I have to think about it every day like I don't know if these women like, understand what they're putting like me and like rape victim through yes it's really like it's really like dragging me through it every day but even the Kavanaugh stuff too I'm like I can't I, I can't I like I deleted all my my uh, social media apps and I just I have to re-download them every time I use them because I I, I can't have it that easily accessible. I get yeah. that. So I get so triggered. So um. But um. Oh, this is what I want to say about okay. my mom. So she goes. So in all this like trigger shit, I'm like 
called her mom and I'm like, mom, I'm like, she's like, can't you just give me a break, like, for what happened to you or whatever? And I'm like, mom, I've given you a break my entire life. Like, I'm just realizing that it wasn't my fault that this happened. Yeah. That it was the adults in my life let me the fuck down and didn't protect me. Yeah. And I'm like, and also, like, you dropped me off at a, like, if we could just now, like, I'm not even going to judge you for what you did then because it's already done, right? Uh-huh. You did whatever you thought was the thing to do back then for whatever reason. And I'm not going to hold you accountable right now for the past. But now, in the year 2018, when I'm a grown-up and I'm telling you that as a grown-up, I would never fucking put a kid in that position. And now that we know, we've seen it through, we see how it ends up and where it ends up with me in fucking court, okay? Mm-hmm. Can we say that now, if you could go back, you would change things? And she, like, couldn't, she was like, you don't understand. You were, you wanted to go over there. I go, I'm a kid. I don't give a fuck what you thought I wanted to do. They were giving me drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like, I was being groomed. And she goes, you don't understand how it was back then. Kids always stayed over their teacher's house. I'm like, what are you talking about? You went to boarding school, you idiot. Right? <laughs> like, are you crazy? Nobody stayed over their teacher's house. You're younger than me. And yeah, yeah, she's out of her mind. No. That didn't happen. no. She just, like, made these great, these, like, grand things up to, like, justify. So, anyway, then I had this therapist who was condoned all that, thought that was fine. Uh, they His theory was love-based parenting, which means you just let your kids do whatever you want while you do whatever you want. You just trust them. Believe them. Oh. Right? But they, like, you know, worded it to make it sound like it was actually a parenting choice. Uh-huh. It's just pretty much your kid got molested. How do you get yourself out of this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it's because I was trusting them. Right, exactly. So, this guy who... Um, we wouldn't beat up in a... He worked with mostly troubled boys, and I'm uh, which, that's a red flag for me, by the way. But anyway. <laughs> no shit. If you just want to work with trouble, get, like, I'm not saying everyone, but, like, that's, like, a little sheet. Like, why do you need to be with kids that have trouble with boundaries? I completely agree with you. And then, so, and then what he did, he was, like, he offered uh, uh, an adult friend, like, a more of, like, a friend that someone could talk, a team could talk to. Like, I don't need adult friends. I have too many adult friends. My mom is my adult friend. Right. Like, I need a fucking grown-up. So instead of, he didn't have an office or anything, he would just take him bowling or rock climbing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, you're taking us on dates, dude. <laughs> oh, like, that's a yeah. date. Like, talking about sex and stuff. Like, I don't need to be talking to grown-ups about fucking my boyfriend. I need them to be like, you're a little young to be fucking your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a big thing to be doing. There's a lot of, like, life consequences. You're not, we haven't taught you self-worth yet. <laughs> Yeah, right. And now you, you, like, I learned to, like, put everyone's feelings before my own. I think also I have a twin brother, so, like, I'm, like, kind of like that. Okay. When I was always, like, trying to take care of him. He was, like, littler than me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, like, learned, and my parents, I learned to, like, put their needs before mine and, like, accommodate a room. And I think it may be a good comic, but, you know, my dad used to always call it, like, he was, like, real verbally abusive and called me a selfish client and stuff when I was little, but it was, like, like just natural things I needed. Like, I wasn't being selfish. It was just, like, I need, like, a little help here and stuff. Uh-huh. So then I learned, to like, the worst thing you could be is selfish. So then it was, like, I never want to do anything for myself ever, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, so anyway, so then um, they ended up writing a book about how to, like, how to successfully raise a kid. Because you're a success. Yeah, but I'm, like, I'm a success because I'm a success. Mm-hmm. Like. I got better, and I stopped, like, acting out because my dad retired, and I had, like, a parent right. paying attention to me. Like, I didn't need to, like, go out and try to get, like, my, like, you know, support and love from, like, weird juvenile friends. I had it from, my dad was home, we just hung out all the time. Mm-hmm. We just had a great time. We just laughed and had a good time. So, it was just, like, a lot, and, uh, like, why was, I don't know where this, I just been going and going and going. 
No. No. Did anything like okay? I hate putting this about me for a second, oh, okay. but um, so my first book that I published, it's a, a lot of the abuse that my ex boyfriend put on me, uh-huh. I just made it. I gave it to this girl instead. Like I gave my past to this fictional character uh-huh. in a book and printed it, and it's her life now. I don't. I made her strong enough to deal with it. Yeah. I gave her a really sexy guy that she falls in love with, gets married, and has a kid with. Right. Like, there you go. Happy ever after. Um, but a lot of the times I go to author signings and I have women who come up to me and they're like, you describe exactly how my relationship was. Yeah. And thank you so much. Like, I got, you know, and a couple of them are like, I left my boyfriend. You know, I'm still looking for my gorgeous guy that's yeah. perfect in the book. But um, do you get any of that? Like, people, you know, thanking you for coming forward and you empowering them to, like, yeah. share their story? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Uh, I get a lot of, I've gotten a lot of shit from women too, though, because for me, what's missing in this movement is the conversation. Like, if it were framed like, like you know, not to get dismissive, so the Chris Hardwick story, you know, with his girlfriend, like, it, if it had been like, I retrospectively wish that I had been more communicative or like not been in a situation I didn't want to be in, and I learned this lesson, you know, it's just like not mm-hmm. like a, it's like a, I want them to change. And it's like, you don't have, like, that would be great. And I want them to change too. But I mean, I'm talking to specifically about Chris Hardwick. Whatever. I read that. Thing. That's like, okay. Right. <laughs> All right. What? <laughs> um, but like, I think when you get raped um, and you don't have the power, any power in the situation, uh-huh. you learn that like, it's like when your house gets robbed and it's like, you realize that these boundaries, these walls, like they're not really protecting they're not, they're just, yeah, they're you know, false. Yeah, they're false. And and there's a reality that comes with being raped. Um, and when I say raped, I mean raped. Uh-huh. Um, not someone asked you to do something, you said yes because you were felt career-based. Like, that's that's a thing, it's a very different thing. Uh, but you learn that, like, like you can't, you can't control the outside world. You know, I, mean? I don't drink anymore because I got, uh, I got raped when I was passed out uh-huh. uh, in Santa Fe when I was, like, and my roommate watched this guy like picking me up and fucking me. I was like, like gone. Mm-hmm. So I don't drink anymore, and not because I mean for other reasons too. I was it was not what I wanted to do, but um, I look at it like this: like I had friends that were like, you know, we're talking about like some of the college dating stuff. You know, like a lot of this is very alcohol related. You know, this is very, very like, you know, this is like when you're blacking out, it's like you lose your ability to protect yourself. Uh-huh. And my friend went. You know, I should be able to get blackout drunk and not get raped. I'm like, yeah, of course you should be able to. However, when you're gone, you're gone. Like you don't, you can't, you can't rely on the outside world to accommodate you. All you have control over is yourself and making yourself as strong as possible. Like we should all be like trained in fucking martial. Like we should all be like weapons to protect ourselves. And I'm not even just saying women. Like you know, almost every guy I've ever had sex with will open up to me. I'm very open about the the things that happened to me, uh-huh. but they were like molested or something. Like like adults are fucking kids a lot, you know. Like yeah. bad things are happening, and like like we need the tools. Like like rape happens. Like we need to stop talking about like like you can't explain to a rapist to not rape. Like that's not like an explainable thing. Like they're they're predators. Mm-hmm. It's like why are we not talking about how we handle it when shit like this happens? Like how is that victim shaming? I don't think it's the fault of the. I don't think it's your fault if you black out and you get raped. I'm just saying, like, don't you want to, like, protect yourself? Right. I don't think it's that fault at all. I don't, you know, like, I just, like, was like, I don't want to be in this position ever. Right. Uh, I want to be as strong as I can. 
But it's like it's hard that like that nowadays you can't really say that without getting labeled like victim shaming or being called rape along. That's like what? I want all that to stop. But like like rape kits aren't getting tested, and that's like a cop probably to be dealing with. Mm-hmm. And, and and girls are so traumatized after this happened, and men that they 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 take showers and shit. Uh-huh. They're so it's so fucking traumatizing, and I don't think that that's like. I mean, that's like a real, that's a, it's a huge thing. Yeah. But it's like, there's no, like, where's the, we need to like train, like the, in the case something like that happens, like, what's the protocol? How do you handle it? Who do you call? How do you, how, how fast do you have to go to a place? Like, right. Where do you report? What's the best way to report it? Like, and there have to be better resources when you do those exactly. things. Because people aren't trying, they're trying to keep their numbers yeah. down. Mm-hmm. People don't want, I know from when I did that with my school, people don't want you to call the problem. Right. And that, that's the issue, you know, like, and so when everyone's like, you're a hero coming out 30 years later about something that's literally not assault, I'm like, what? Hero shouldn't be coming into this. Hero? What are you talking about? A thing, a terrible thing happened. There's no hero in this situation. Like, I guess it's brave or, I don't know. It's just so confusing. Like, nobody called me a fucking hero when I miss my summer break fucking singing in court and being called a liar by my, I get spinning on my car. Mm -hmm. And also I would like go to open my car and there was like movies on it called me a liar. But I didn't need them to believe me. I needed a, a judge to believe me. Mm-hmm. And he played, the guy had to plead guilty. He right. did it. You know, when he only got three years probation, but he was a white guy with dreads, and to impress the cop, he cut the dreads off, so I do believe I am an American hero for that. <laughs> <laughs> we salute you. <laughs> but it's like, what are we doing, and why are we making it a popular thing to be a victim of something? I agree. What's going on? Like, what is that? I mean, it's just, I mean, not the same thing, but, you know, like, you say you don't want to get blackout drunk, like, protect yourself. It's just same with you don't drive down a shitty area of town and pitch black. Yeah, and it's not it's not your fault if something happens. I would never say that. No, it's not your That's fault. That's crazy. It's preventative. If you, yeah, if you... And it's just, let's aware. acknowledge the full story. Like, let's just acknowledge the full, what exactly, like, if we only do parts, if we're like, Men are bad and women are good, but we're not acknowledging, like, any of the other things. We're not telling the truth and we're not going to fix the problem. Right. Because there's no conversation, okay? This is, like, a, it's a weird thing that's happening right now. It's very political. It's confusing. I don't understand it. It is, and I'm raising like, three boys. I mean, it's like, I remember, like, being like, we got to, like, I said something like, we got to, like, I wish I had been taught to, like, say no more confidently, you know? Uh-huh. But I wasn't taught fucking anything. I had to learn all my shit, like, on my own. I think that's why I'm, like, good at stand-up and good at reading people because, like, that's the only way I could do things. I had to, like, figure it out. Right. See, I same. I wish I would have been taught to have more self-confidence. Just, like, it doesn't matter if you're popular. Yeah. Like, all this stuff is, like, about popularity. Like, what? Being liked and shit or, like, getting a thing? Yeah, because I've slept with guys and I'm like, fuck, Joy, what the fuck were you thinking? And a lot of it was I didn't have the self-esteem. And I was like, whatever. I mean, it's not. They didn't rape And it was hard to say no. Of course. Yeah, I didn't. Those times said yes when you really wanted to say no. Yeah, and I did it. And I'm like, now that I think about it, I'm like, oh, I always say don't don't rape yourself with someone else's body. Right. (laughs) That's what it felt like. You know, like, did I just rape myself? Like, why did I put, like, this dude's feelings above my own feelings. So much so. And like to not have an awkward situation, I'm gonna let you fuck me? Uh-huh. I'm gonna blow you? Like, yeah, I'm gonna uh... do these things to just get the thing done. I'm not gonna be like, get the fuck up. Yeah. But I have had situations where I've had like, you know, like network, like heads of network and shit lean in for a kiss when I think I'm in a business meeting. Right. And I've thrown my fucking hands up in the next and I'm like, no thanks. Like, I work hard. Like, I've handled that. Like, right. I know it's possible. I know it's, it's not even particularly that hard. <laughs> right. 
right. it's a comp you know, it's like a confidence and I'm willing to like if I if I was gonna get a TV deal and then I'm not gonna get a TV deal because I said no to someone, good. I don't want that fucking TV. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll live I'll live happily with less money knowing that I didn't fucking do that. Right. However, other people, there are some women that are like completely down to that, are seeking those situations out, are looking to, as that as an opportunity to move forward in their careers. And I don't fucking judge that either. No. That's your business. That's not my business. That's what you are. If you can love it yourself, you go. If you're not hurting me. But it's not like none of us have ever heard of the casting couch. Exactly. I was so shocked when it was real now. Were you? I was. Joy, I was in shock. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, I thought that was pretend. I just heard it so much. I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's how it is. But for the longest time, I grew up that men were better than women. Yeah, me too. So, and I'm still, still struggling with that to this day. Like, I want to say the past maybe, since I probably, since I published my first book four years ago, I'm finding myself and I'm becoming like, I'm worth it too. Right. And I, but also it's like, maybe like, don't even worry about like female male shit. Like, just own that you have like feminine, you're feminine, but you're also, you have some, you know what I mean? Like, right. It's just about you, right? Like, right. Have you ever done DMT? No. I smoke DMT as a hallucinogen. It's like, you've heard about ayahuasca. Do you know what DMT is? I, well, now that you said the hallucinogen, kind of, yeah, I've heard of it. Have you heard of ayahuasca? Yes. Okay. I've actually never done any type of drug. Oh, cool. All right. That's cool. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, I drink alcohol every once in a while, but even then, I can't tell you the last time. Do you think it's because of the uh, the abuses that you've been through? I do not like being out of control. Yep. At all. It. I get it. It's very, very, and in fact, if things are, t- and stupid things, like, I freak out when I have to get gas in my car. Yeah. And it's the dumbest thing, but when I wake up, I know exactly how my day is going to go. Yeah. So when something alters it, alters it like the gas light coming on, I yeah. can't That's how much handle it. Yeah. It's very hard for me. Do you guys have tissues on the juice? I get, like, my nose gets so clogged. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Your lymphatic system is really Yeah, I need to, maybe I need to also get a what do you think you're at? What are those things that you have at night for kids and stuff in the room? You better fire fires? I think I do one of those too. But yeah, you don't want that system. Cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that you didn't have to hold this up to my face with the microphone. <laughs> I imagined you just squatting, holding just the mic up the thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at getting a, another one. I'm like, We're just figuring out how to like strap it to the. Just have it right up there. Yeah. You could maybe lob right here. Yeah, something like that. But um, anyway, I'm like getting into production. Now I'm a producer. Um, but uh, yeah, I completely understand that, like wanting to be controlled. Uh-huh. I just like want to be powerful. I just want to be my most powerful self. Yes. And I'm not worried about gender so much anymore. Like I, because if I think back, I'm like, you know, I have like, I've been fucked over by a lot of girlfriends. You know, like I've been raped by men, and I've been fucked over by a lot of girlfriends. And my mom really didn't over me. My dad really didn't over me. But I also have, like, I look at my group of friends that I have now, like, my girlfriends and my guy friends, and I'm like, they're fucking irreplaceable. They're, like, the cream of the crop, like, the best fucking people, just real, honest, like, smart, funny, strong. Like, I just have good people in my life. Uh-huh. And, um, so I try to just not focus on those people. I agree. And the, and the gender stuff, it's so, like, it's being talked about so much that I'm, like, trying to not even think about it you know like how you're saying like one's better than the other it's like 
it's really so what I've been about what is why I brought up TNT is because uh, I you know I I smoked TNT and it's about five minutes it's like I the same as ayahuasca but ayahuasca has something that inhibits it and makes you it like blocks it so that you're it lasts longer okay but it's slower like yeah like you go for hours or okay. you can see shit you have like your demons but ayahuasca or uh, DMT is about a five to ten minute trip and it's very intense very like it's wild so i smoked it and then and the last time i did it i was catapulted into this beautiful like other dimension that i don't even know how to explain because there aren't words for what i saw you know uh-huh. and uh but it was like this you know bright vibrant colors like kaleidoscope you know i'm flipping through this like seeing what's really here you know right and there's this like woman feeling like it's like to me, it's God, you know, it's like this womanly being, and I can't really see her, she's like to the, to the left of me, I can't really see her, but I can feel her, and I keep going to think about my love, or my friend Abby, or, or someone else, and she, she would, my neck would break, not in a painful way, uh-huh. I would just go, and it would go to another, like, dimension of this weird cube thing on her, and it would be, she would go, it's you, it's you, it's you, it's you. And so, like, I've been really thinking about that a lot. And so, like, for me to be worried about, like, whether I'm better off as a girl or boy, like, it doesn't matter because I just am a girl, you know? Like, right. And so it's, like, like what what's – I would have – because I think a lot of my life was, like – and, and I, I, don't, I don't know if this is a secret for you, but has been, like, you know, I'm big, I'm bright, I'm shiny, so I'm loud, I'm, like, a lot. And so a lot of it was, like, making myself smaller to, like, accommodate other people. Yeah. And – I don't want to do that anymore, you know, like, I don't want to, I want to, like, be my biggest, you know, and I think that I can help more people being at my capacity than, than shrinking myself, you know? I agree. And that's, yeah. That's so, I'm, like, being a woman's the shit, because I fucking am one. But it is, yeah. Yeah, but also it's like, yeah, it's, it is. Yeah. When I was with my ex, I let him shrink me really far down, because I used to be this loud, never take no for anything, stick up for everyone. A rapist? Yeah, totally. <laughs> every dick in my mouth, every hole was filled. And now I'm still, like, I'll still every once in a while go in this, like, meek little mouth thing. I'm like, fuck, why am I doing this? But then it's like you gotta be, like, kind with yourself and that shit, too. And be like, at this moment, that's what I did. Like, I catch myself now, because... I'm going to flip you over. Oh, sure. Uh, because I was always mimicking my mom because I thought she was fucking God. Uh-huh. And my mom would always give me away. Like, every time something good about me, like, she would give me to another, you know, like, she's giving me away. So uh-huh. I've noticed in my life where I do that. Like, like I'll see something cool or, like, something helps me immediately rather than, like, focus on get, getting it for myself and trying to give it to other people. Call uh-huh. them, like, oh, did you read this book? Did you do this thing? Did you do that? Like, not that I don't want to help other people, but it's like, I don't even let myself have it. Right. I don't let myself have it once. I don't let you bask in it. Just... In the main room, I've been putting the lights down. I've been having dead lights. And I've been having such fun. Because it's just such a change, you know? All of a sudden, it's dark. And there a couple other colors to it. Right. But I did it, and I had I just, like, had this amazing set with it. And then I immediately went out and told all the cops, like, you should all put the lights down. But if they all put the lights down, it's not special when I do it anymore. Exactly. And, of course, they can do whatever they want. But it's like, why did I immediately just, like, it's just like this exact, and I'm in yoga there, and I go, why the fuck did I do that? And then I was like, wait, I can't be mad at myself for this. It's just something I did, and it's awesome that I recognize the pattern, and that from now on, I'll cut a bitch that puts the lights down. No, I'll <laughs> no but I, like, I won't do that anymore. And of course, like, I would never, like, if anyone would like, put the 
just was like, which is a weird, it's just interesting to be able to like kind of step outside for a second. To see yeah. something. Yeah. I agree. Like, yeah. So all this stuff you're mad at yourself, it's probably just like a really good lesson, right? Yes, because now, because I recognize, I'm like, because John was like, John was like, why do you get so mad when you have to get gas? I'm like, because it's not in my day. Right. And like, when the kids get sick, I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen now? Yeah, you let off runners. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Show me a little thing. How old are they? Seven, 12, and 17. <laughs> he just got his driver's license yesterday. Oh my god. Yeah. Is that scary? That's out of control. You know what? I'm super proud of him because yeah. he didn't have any errors. He had yeah. a perfect test, so like good for him. Um he's my stepson. Yeah. So he he's very much trying to find himself yeah. right now. So I'm I'm very proud of him. Yeah. If he could just get rid of his girlfriend, I it would be amazing. Another <laughs> well. to be edited out. Unless he too has a seventeen year old. <laughs> so yeah but I'm because of that like now I'm recognizing when something goes off the way I have it because right. I'm such a controlling person I'm like it's okay yeah. it's okay like now what can I ask you about the girlfriend and you can edit no 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 that's fine what's the uh what's the problem with the girlfriend well okay so when she first came into the picture I really liked her right. because she was very I'm powerful like she wanted to try out for lacrosse she was taking night classes she had pilot's license like cool. yes like go and then her and my son started dating and then it just became them in this bubble right. and I don't think she's been in a plane since she got her license yeah, okay. they have no friends they only hang out with other seven to you she's 18 he's 17 and he'll be, he'll be 18 on October 13th because that was oh, what's he, okay, like that. he's born Friday the 13th that's the only time his mom is so born <laughs> so so, um, not yeah. today, Satan. I can see people those shirts. Not today, Satan. Back away. But, um, so it's, and she's very controlling, and she's taking him away from his family, like to the point where he almost acts like he's better than us now, which I mean, a little bit of that is being 17, 18, yeah. but it sucks. Like, he doesn't hang out with us anymore. He doesn't hang out with his cousins. His cousins will call, be like, hey, come over to our apartment and hang out. And Plus, that's exactly what it talking, is. Dude. That's exactly These what it is. These kids get so, like, my, I was talking to the, my ex-funny massage therapist. She has a 15 year old She's like, he doesn't hang out with us anymore. He just goes to the room. He's like, oh, he's jerking off, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he found his dick. Like, uh-huh. he just realized what dick he has. Uh-huh. He's figured it out. And he's got to give him a couple of years. It's so yeah. funny. And a lot but of it's scary because he is almost an adult, so it's like he could start, like, making this, like, a forever thing. And, yeah, well, they want to get married. And he also has extreme abandonment issues. So she was like, oh, I love you. And he's like, you love me? You love me? You're mine. And she has extreme abandonment issues, too. So they, like, glommed onto each other. And it's terrifying because they don't have an identity anymore. And they're so young. So it's just hard for me. And she hates me. Like, she thinks I'm an idiot. And it really bugs me. So, I know. You think I'm an idiot? You're 18, bitch. You're dating 17 year old in court. Right? You're scared of him? Yeah. Because you, you want to, like, I have no idea what he's going to do. I don't know if he's going to take out. I don't, yeah. I don't know if he's ever going to come back. And a lot of it isn't me worried. I'm worried about him. Yeah, what he does to you because John and I fought very, very hard to get custody of this yeah. kid, and I just don't want him breaking John's heart. That's so good that he doesn't have to go to the foster care of this kid. 
Does he know how hard you guys want me? He kind of knows. You probably don't want to talk because you don't want to like highlight this. Mm-hmm. But, but we do have a box that has everything in it. All like I kept logs of every day and what she would do, and I have like all of her failed drug tests. And mm-hmm. so we told him we're like, it's there. If you ever want to go through it, if you don't, if you want to burn it, mm-hmm. it is yours when you're 18 to do it as you want. You know. But it's just mm-hmm. I think the ones you just follow up. I know they don't like, you know, they're not that usually like, oh, And I know, when he, he came over and he had this huge smile, so I knew he passed. Yeah. And he walked by me and I just slugged him really hard in the yeah. arm and I go, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then he started laughing because I knew if I hugged him and like started crying, he would have been like, oh my god. I'm You're so yeah. such an idiot. But yeah, and I was like, fuck yeah. And he just started laughing. And I'm like, okay, now drive me to lunch. Yeah. Like, okay. Now you have to do all of that. Exactly. New brothers, this is where they go to school. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my brother would drive me and my sibling around. He would always like fart in the middle of the windows out of the classroom. I had too many sisters. They're all like, eh, everything's gross. That's so funny. No sister, really, except my mom, I guess. I have uh, four sisters, three brothers. Wow, what the hell? Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but you're what? Where are you from again? Nova Scotia. My mom's from Utah, though. And then your dad is from Canada. But you're what did you say? You're Muslim? Oh no, my my dad's part Lebanese. He's adopted. Oh, so into a Lebanese family, or he's from Lebanon and he's adopted into his, a... his bio dad was Lebanese, and he oh. was adopted into white people. Oh, cool. Great, grandma. great scenario. <laughs> right, the best that you can take it. Awesome. Yeah. Her grandma used to own. Like she was a madam. Yeah, she had brothels. She yeah. Wow. Her grandma was a badass. And then my dad found the church. <laughs> wow. He rebelled. Yeah. I know. That's the weird thing. And then he got my mom. And my mom, her family's like super, super, super Mormon. Like just before, like sister wives, Mormon. So it was not a good mix. <laughs> Your parents are divorced? No. No, they're still together. She's not getting along well with my grandmother, though. Oh. She's like, she's a fallen woman, and she's very unsavory. Yeah. That shit is so good. I'm so glad you came in. Now, since we're like finishing up, is there anything you want to plug? Anything, anything like that? And I won't fuck up your name again. What? It happens like all day long. The way dad fucking just outed me. <laughs> and possibly I'm going to um, so don't worry um, well, I guess just hit my Instagram up Andy Letterman A-N-N-I-E-L-E-D-E-R-M-A-N Instagram that's where the most of stuff at the store most days of the week don't be weird we'll kick you out yeah if you heckle you're going to get kicked out but I'm not usually that mad at you or anything it's just a circumstance we just have to do the fucking show, so if you want to go, go. It's not, the Lord will forgive you. <laughs> Unless you do it again, then you're dead to us. <laughs> oh my god, this is so awesome. All right, Holy guys. Shit. Have a good day. I hope you're nice and relaxed. Yeah. Boom. I know. I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. I just, it's like. A lot of stuff comes out when we get on the phone, but this kind of way I wanted to leave it. But I was just like, oh, I hope she's okay with me touching her wall. Like, 
Sorry about the parking thing. I was having PTSD from moving. I get it. Like, did I do wrong? I no, know. no, no, no. Like we didn't even have a place. Did I just? Uh, no. I, 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 I'm always like trying to. I'm like, I'll just assert a boundary that I do it wrong, and then like, did I over assert a boundary? It's all crazy. <laughs> and then it was like two dollars, and I was like, okay, that's so. Funny. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was gonna be like one of those twenty dollars parties. Well, it's up here. Everything's yeah. so expensive. It's that's definitely gonna be crazy. Oh. Uh, Ta-da! Yay!